It's the Sound Kitchen. Mmm, yummy. It's the Sound Kitchen. Ooh, that sounds delicious. Uh, you're listening to the Sound Kitchen. Mm, yummy. And Susan Owensby is cooking. Bienvenue and welcome to the Sound Kitchen, where you never know what you'll be served. I'm Susan Owensby. It's Saturday, the 24th of June, the 175th day of the year in the Gregorian calendar. There are 190 days left in 2023 to do something daring, like the Vikings always did. On this day in 843, the French city of Nantes in Brittany was sacked by the Vikings. They stayed there until 936 when Alain Barbetort, or Alan Crooked Beard, the exiled Duke of Brittany, routed them and sent them back to Scandinavia. On this day in 1793, the first Republican constitution in France was adopted. It was to replace the constitutional monarchy of 1791 and had sweeping plans for democratization and wealth redistribution, which were never implemented. And on this day in 1812, the French Viking, Napoleon, just kidding, crossed the Neman River with his Grande Armée and thus began the catastrophic, for France, invasion of Russia. Never underestimate a Russian winter. If you're interested in antiquity, you can put on your toga and celebrate Force Fortuna, a festival to Fortuna, the goddess of fortune or good luck. Today is the day the Romans celebrated her. And if you're in the Southern Hemisphere, you can celebrate Inti Raimi. During the Inca Empire, the Inti Remi was the most important ceremony. It honored the god Inti, or sun, the most venerated deity in the Inca religion. Today is Inti Remi. Do you know about the Inca Empire? It was the largest empire in pre-Columbian America. At its largest, the empire joined modern-day Peru, what is now western Ecuador, western and south-central Bolivia, Northwest Argentina, the southwesternmost tip of Colombia, and a large portion of modern-day Chile, a state comparable to the historical empires of Eurasia. The Inca Empire thrived from the early 13th century until the Spaniards finished it off in 1572. believe that to start celebrating you guys yes radio france international you guys are doing great i love you this is gulu gold the ceo of gulu gold highland gas limited from nigeria calling from abuja wow wishing you guys from abuja i love you keep doing the good work keep doing the good work keep giving us the news 
blasting keep blasting keep blasting i love you i love you thank you it's a radio loving today. I have both my radio brothers with me. Erwan Room is back all rested from his holiday. He's behind the glass riding the soundboard. Hello, Erwan. And baby brother, otherwise known as Paul Myers, is right here next to me in the studio. Say hello, baby brother. <laughs> hello, big sister. And hello to everyone in the Sound Kitchen family. Paul's ready to mix in your delicious sound kitchen ingredients, your answers to the bonus question on the listener's corner. So don't touch that dial. Hi, this is Samuel Francis from Jamaica, the tropical island in the Caribbean. Yaman. Are you ready? I do hope so. And so do I, cuz it's time to get that quiz out of the oven. On the 27th of May, I asked you a question about the Cannes Film Festival. Our very own Happy Olia Horton was there, racing from film to film and keeping us up to date with her daily postcard from Cannes. That first week, Olia watched a duo of films about boys. One was by the Jordanian director Amjad El Rashid called Inshallah, A Boy. It was the director's first feature to be screened in competition as part of Critics Week and the first film to represent Jordan in Cannes. Inshallah, A Boy tells the story of Nawal, a young woman whose husband suddenly dies. As Olya wrote, and I quote, she quickly discovers that she is at the mercy of her in-laws who legally have the right to claim her home. You were to reread Olya's postcard from can number three and send in the names of the principal actress and the two screenwriters. Paul, what's the answer? As Olya informed us, the principal actress is Muna Hawa from Palestine, and the two screenwriters are Rula Nasser, who's Jordanian-Canadian, and Delphine Agu, who hails from France. In addition to the quiz question, there was the bonus question. How do you get rid of hiccups? You'll hear the answers later in the listener's corner, so please stay with us. The winners of this week's quiz are... RFI Listeners Club member Abu Saleh from Rangpur, Bangladesh. Abu is also the winner of this week's bonus question. Abu cures his hiccups by, as he wrote, shouting or singing very loudly. I'm going to try that one. Congratulations, Abu. Also on the list of winners this week is Shivindu Paul, who's the president of the RFI Matali Listeners Club in West Bengal, India. Hello, Shivindu. Is school out? Are you on holiday? There's also Mizanor Rahman from Dhaka, Bangladesh. There's my pen pal and music sharing buddy, Jayanta Chakrabarti. Hello, Jayanta from New Delhi, India. And last but certainly not least, RFI English listener Farhana Musimi Nitu from Naugaon, Bangladesh. Congratulations to this week's winners and thanks to each and every one of you who wrote in. <laughs> The 
question this week is about a recent trade deal between the European Union and Kenya. Earlier this week, the Economic Partnership Agreement was signed by Kenya's president, William Ruto, and officials from the EU. But you already knew all that since you read RFI English journalist Melissa Chemam's article, EU and Kenya Sign Trade Deal in Nairobi in a Move to Strengthen Continental Ties. But just in case you didn't memorize Melissa's article, reread it and answer me this. What was the name of the last trade deal signed between the EU and African countries? And which countries in Africa were included in that deal? Again, reread Melissa Chamam's article, EU and Kenya Sign Trade Deal in Nairobi in a Move to Strengthen Continental Ties, and send in the answer to these two questions. What was the last broad trade deal signed between African countries and the European Union called and which African countries signed on. You'll find Melissa's article on the Sound Kitchen page on our website, rfienglish.com, as well as on the Sound Kitchen and Club's Facebook pages. Baby brother, what's this week's bonus question? It is, what would you like to learn? A foreign language? How to build a bookcase? How to take a perfect photograph? How to perform brain surgery? What would you like to learn? Remember, we're happy to hear your ideas for bonus questions, so please do send them in. Baby brother, how's about you? What would you like to learn? I would like to learn to build a wall. I'd also like to learn to knit. Those are my things. What about you, big sister? Arabic. <laughs> I would love to learn Arabic and Spanish. And I would certainly like to learn how to get my cheese souffles to rise. They never do. They taste great, but that dramatic fluff is never there. What about you? You have until the 17th of July to get your answers to the quiz and the bonus question in. Be sure to tune in on the 22nd of July to hear if your answer wins a prize. As always, be sure you include your postal address with your postal code. And don't forget to let me know if you are a miss, a miss, a missus, or a mister. I don't want to get it wrong. Send your quiz answers to english.service at rfi.fr. That's english.service at rfi.fr. You can also text your answer to the Sound Kitchen mobile phone. Dial plus 336-3112-9682. That's plus 336-3112-9682. Always include your postal mailing address and if you have one, your RFI Club membership number. Sound Kitchen, and Susan Owensby is cooking. And now, more from and about you. It's time for the Listener's Corner. Take it away, Paul. The question you answered for this week is, how do you get rid of hiccups? 
There's the tried and true holding your breath. That's what Rajya Katan, Salah Likhon, Malik Allah Bashaya Kokha, and Father Steve Wara all counsel. Although Father Steve adds that after 10 or 20 seconds, you should breathe out slowly. A good idea, because if you keep holding your breath, uh, you'll have a bit more of trouble than hiccups, let's face it. Father Steve, you have a brother in Jayanta Chakrabarti. He wrote, just hold your breath for a few seconds and then slowly breathe out. It does the trick. I've tried it several times and succeeded. The next tried and true method is drinking water. That's what Karuna Kantapal, Seidel Islam, Radhakrishna Pillai and Jobayada Akhtar Jai all do. Although Jobayada adds it should be very cold water. Tatya Saleh says she drinks lemon or lime juice. And Dipita Chakrabarti agrees with drinking water, but added, think of some scary incident while you drink. Dipita, meet Sultan Mahmud Saka. He does exactly the same thing you do. He wrote, once when I had hiccups as a child, a friend of mine shared some scary feelings with me. My hiccups stopped when I heard it. Later, he told me that what he said wasn't true. He only said it to stop my hiccups. And indeed, they did. Now he drinks a glass of water very slowly when he has the hiccups. While he thinks of that incident, perhaps? Or does that make you laugh now, Sultan? Shivindu Paul uses all of the above tactics. He drinks water while he holds his breath and does what his mother taught him. He presses and holds his hand on his head and tries to think of something scary. His mother used to try and scare him in one way or another. Well, here's a twist on drinking. Mohammed Aksan wrote one word, gargle. And Sajad Hussein wrote, I eat and drink as much as I can. Ooh, I like that one. <laughs> and Wahid Nobi eats raw ginger. Tasneem Salah eats sugar. Ooh, I like that one too. Now I'm getting hungry. It's a sweet idea. Well then, have some white rice. That works for Shahanaj Parvin Sati. Rahan Ali wrote, I walk really fast and try to forget I have hiccups. Mohammed Likhon wrote, I do nothing. It is resolved automatically. And Rabea Bagem agrees. She wrote, just forget them. This one I'll try next time. It comes from Shahanaj Parvan. She wrote that she stands up and sits down several times. And we'll close with Rashid Uzaman's advice. Try to sleep. I'm always up for sleeping. Not always possible, though, Raju. I doubt if our head of service would like to see me under my desk snoring. What do you think, Paul? No. Yeah. That's my, that's my immediate yeah, I advice. I don't, I don't think so. <laughs> it might not go down well. Mm. Well, especially if the boss's boss comes in. Ooh. Ooh, that will be bad. <laughs> remember, everyone, remember, everyone, this week's bonus question is... What would you like to learn? Do you have a bonus question idea? If so, send it to us at the Sound Kitchen, all one word, no spaces, at rfi.fr. That's it for today's Listener's Corner. Thanks, everyone, for participating, and a special thanks to Paul Myers for hanging out in the kitchen with us. Thank you, big sister. It's been a pleasure as always. Hello. 
This is Abdul Aysakuba from Freetown, Sierra Leone. You're listening to the Sun Kitchen on Radio Front International. Okay, my friends, it's time to clear the table and wash the dishes. Thanks for joining me in the Sound Kitchen, and keep those cards, letters, emails, and text messages coming. Many, many thanks to Erwan Rome for his input and his mixing mastery. And thanks to you for listening. Be sure and tune in next week for the answer to the question about the match between Stan Wawrinka and Albert Ramos Vinolas. The Sound Kitchen podcast is ready for you every Saturday on the RFI English website, rfienglish.com, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Susan Owensby. Be well, do good work, be kind, and stay in touch and stay safe, my friends. I'll play you out with music from Erwan, our sound engineer, who's also a musician. This week, Erwan pays tribute to the Brazilian samba and bossa nova singer-songwriter Astrid Gilberto. Even if her name does not ring the proverbial bell for you, I am sure you have heard her sing. Ever heard the song, The Girl from Ipanema, sung by a rather whispery-voiced, dreamy woman? Well, that's Astrid Gilberto. Astrid Gilberto was born in 1940 in Brazil. She immigrated to the U.S. in 1963. She died at her home in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania on the 5th of this month. She was 83. Although her performance of The Girl from Ipanema is what propelled her to international fame, Erwan has chosen Agua de Beber for us, which was featured on her first solo album and earned her a Grammy nomination for Best of Vocal Performance by a Female in 1965. Agua de Beber, or Water to Drink, was composed in 1959 by Antonio Carlos Jobim and Vinicius de Mores after they met a workman and asked him where and why they could hear water. The workman replied, Don't you know? This is where you have drinking water, buddy boy. And so a song was born. You'll hear Ms. Gilberto singing the workman's words, Agua de beber camara. Camara meaning loosely buddy boy. It's a great song. And Ms. Gilberto was a great singer. Rest in peace, Astrid Gilberto. And thank you for all your lovely music making, not only in Portuguese, but in English, Spanish, Italian, French, German, and Japanese. Enjoy, everyone. And many thanks to Erwan for his lovely choice. I'm sure you'll love the song and the lovely voice of Astrid Gilberto. Talk to you all next week.
Bye. 